just feeling sorry for myself. I'm always here for you. Doesn't that count for something? Yeah, yeah, it does. Sorry. Why won't you marry that man? He walks around with his heart flapping in the breeze just waiting for you to snatch it and give it a new home. I know he loves me, and I love him. But marriage? Been there, done that. I don't believe in that arrangement anymore, and he knows it. You've been with the guy for four years, Gina. You're being way too stubborn. Why? Do I really have to answer that? She grabbed a tissue, dabbed at her eyes, and blotted the keyboard of the computer. Let me refresh your memory. My ex, that's why. And you already know that. You're not exactly a fan of Dominic Coletti yourself. Get it now? Dominic? That's really, really old news. And I thought I was the fucked up one. He gave a humorless laugh. That's over and done with. A long time over and done with. It wasn't so long ago that Dominic broke parole. A year. And now nobody can find him. That's a big part of why I don't want to marry Harry. This thing with Dominic is never going to be finished. Not until he's dead, or I'm dead. I can't have Harry in the middle of it. Gina pressed the phone tighter to her ear, walked to the couch and plopped down. Maybe you should come to one of my group therapy sessions. Have you ever thought about that? No. It's something Harry and I have to work out together. The last thing I need is to sit around and spill my guts to strangers. Gina knew this conversation had landed her into dangerous territory. The thought of her brother almost committing suicide was still too real, too raw. Okay, if you change your mind, let me know. I'm here for you, Gina. I know. Harry was settled in a room in a brand-new Tucson housing unit built on hospital grounds, especially designed to accommodate on 24-7 travel nurses and laboratory personnel, along with patients, relatives, or any other short-term visitors. The hospital was on the northern far edge of Tucson, in an area of primarily gated retirement and senior citizen communities. People from the east, tired of winter snows, and people from the West, mostly Californians who had sold their expensive homes and set themselves up for luxurious, carefree living in less costly Arizona. Harry's corner room looked out across mesquite, tumbleweed, and cactus-strewn desert. But chemical odors wafting through the room from recently laid carpeting forced him to open the windows, allowing hot desert air to blow through the room. He'd opted for this arrangement over an apartment. It was dirt cheap, and his only other need was the car he rented. A red Porsche Boxster with radar that chewed up the highways and helped him forget about Gina. At least when he was behind the wheel. Maybe I should have stayed in San Francisco. No. He couldn't take one more minute of hearing that bastard Dominic's name. That man seems to be the excuse for everything and anything negative in our lives, and especially Gina's refusing to marry me. He missed her, 
but enough was enough. And the craziness of her still thinking Dominic was in San Francisco, that was just off the wall. Even I was beginning to buy into it. He flung himself onto the bed. At least it was a full-sized mattress instead of a twin. He'd planned to drive around for a while and sightsee before he had to go to work, but thinking about Gina brought him down, and now he was tired. He ran away, but he was still tied to her. He'd chosen Tucson because it was close to San Francisco, even though he could have signed up for a gig in Chicago, a city he loved. What a fool he was. A lovesick fool. He lay back and stared at the ceiling. Well, at least he didn't have to report to ICU for another couple of hours. He'd signed on for the swing shift, his least favorite hours.